Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Lytle with the honors, taking the public address announcing duties and introducing the starters to the fans here in the stands, including the Mishawaka Pep Band. Good to see them here tonight. And the uh, combination has Mishawaka 8-5, and five, taking on the 3-12 and 12 Westview Warriors. But Westview playing some good basketball right now. Winners of their last two, including a hard-fought win last night over Lakeland, just their second win in the Northeast Corner Conference. Starting combination, first for Westview. The visitors, 5'6", junior Chris Weinberg. She will start wearing the number one. Also starting freshman, 5'1", guard Olivia Bontrager. Another starter for the Warriors, Hope Bortner. She wears number 13, 5'4", senior. Morgan Reedsecker wears the number 15. She's a 5'6 junior. And 5'10 sophomore Bree Corey wears the number 41. Rounds out the starting lineup. Again, Weinberg, Montrager, Bortner, Reedsecker, and Corey are the starters for fourth-year head coach Ryan Yoder. Starting combination for Chad Blasco and the Lady Caveman of Mishawaka. Point guard, 5'3 freshman. Number 10, Millie Mamalente. She averages 5.7 points, three rebounds, and three steals per contest. At a forward is a 5'9 sophomore, number 12, Grace Matherly. Grace averages four points and four rebounds per game. Addie Brew, Addison Brew, 5'6 senior, will get a start at the forward position. She wears the number 20, averages just one point, four rebounds a game. Kasha Davidovic, 5'8 senior, wears the number 21, 14 points, 10 rebounds. Great to have her back in the starting combination. And in uniform, Aza Schaefer, the leading scorer at 16 per game, along with four rebounds. She will get the starting nod as the usual during her four-year career. Opening tip controlled by Grace Matherly and Mishawaka, and we are underway. Mandaletti races to the top of the circle, goes to Aza Schaefer, and Mishawaka will set their offense against a Westview defense that traditionally starts man-to-man, and then depending on how the game and the rotations go, might get into a zone-type defensive situation. And there, a dribble drive by Addie Brew results in a turnover. Brady Gallo alongside with the uh, color commentary. You heard the coaches' comments. You've seen the warm-ups. Give me your thoughts. I think Mishawaka is going to take care of business tonight, honestly. I'm, and immediately on that first possession, I saw that number five, Olivia Bontrager, is down there in the paint with Catch David Ovick. See if Chad Blasco wants to expose that tonight. We know AJ Schaefer does a fantastic job of running this offense. See if we can get some easy points down there. Hope Bortner with a jump pass in the lane intercepted by Mishawaka. They set the four-court, half-court zone, or half-court offense, rather, with Schaefer at the top. Mambaleni on the wing right side. Addie Brew to the left. And anchoring down things on the post would be Kasha and also Grace Medley. Long range three. Missile missed by Brew. Rebound Mambaleni chases it down. Hands to Schaefer. She'll dribble drive. Throw up a prayer as she gets bumped and fouled. And Aza Schaefer at seven minutes. We played a minute of action. She will go to the free throw line for our first charity stripers of the night. That's something we've seen more and more of Aza Schaefer trying to take on that entire defense. This is why Warriors defense. 
gets fouled this time, but with Katja David O back in the lineup, hopefully she realizes she doesn't have to take on the whole defense every time. She has other players on the floor that can get buckets, but right now, pretty good free throw shooter, so hopefully she can get her at the second free throw. So Schaefer at the line is giving her team the lead, and now we'll give her team the lead plus one. Two zip came in one minute exactly into this contest. Schaefer coming off a outing where she led the way with 19 points at Concord and had 27 last Tuesday versus South Bend Clay. Westview tries to work it down inside. Nothing there. They'll reset it again with Bontrager to Weinberg. Weinberg center floor defended by Addie Brew. One dribble and a near side pass. Bontrager looking for help finds Corey. Now the give and go. Corey gets it right back. Nice runner on the left side up. No good. Rebound chased down by Brew. But then as she falls down, throws it away and deflected off one of the Warriors out of bounds. So Mishawaka basketball. Good stop right there by the caveman. And that's something that they were emphasizing. Chad Blasco wants to get more offensive rebounds. They want to be more aggressive on defense. Good possession right there. Our first quarter tonight brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage here on 96-1 the ton. 2-0 Mishawaka. They'll work it down inside. Do a good spin move by David Avick, but it'll not fall. Hit off the back iron and off the glass. The rebound to Westview. Up the floor now. Bontrager, center floor, finds Riegsecker down a border, bounce pass all alone. Corey with the left hand, strong to the glass, up and in. Sophomore Bree Corey ties this game at 2-2 with a good assist from her teammate. And at 5.55, triple nickels on the clock for 2-2 here. Mamaletti with a high dribble in the wing right side, goes to Matherly in the corner, and then her insert pass to Kasha is knocked out of bounds. By Westview. Possession, Mishawaka. Really enjoyed talking with Ryan Yoder, the girls coach from Westview. Played on a state championship club early in his high school basketball career. Had some varsity coaching time at Hamilton and at Lakeland, but uh, has found himself back in his alma mater. Now a dribble drive by Schaefer down the middle of the lane, and the defense ties her up in a jump ball with the alternate possession. Earl will give it back to Westview. Yeah, it's always good to have a head coach that comes from a winning culture that does so much. Like I said, starts from the top, trickles down. Players take that from their coach, trying to get rid of that winning Bortner culture. Bortner breaks the Mishawaka press nicely, but then as they post it down underneath to Bontrager, she loses the handle as Grace Matherly got in her face defensively. And the turnover, Westview. Here comes Schaefer and the Cavemen in a 2-2 tie, 5-17 in our first period. Baseline right. Brew tries to take it to the rack. Instead, dishes on the baseline. Matherly can't get the shot to fall. Rebound. Davidovic put it up. No. Rebound. Kasha back up and in. So valuable having Kasha back out there on the floor. She got her own rebound twice in that possession, something that we don't see a lot when she's not out there. And her 10 rebounds per game is certainly something that's going to help Mishawaka. Now a bounce pass on the right wing by Corey, deflected around and knocked out by Mishawaka. Caveman going for the trap right there in front of the pep band and forcing Westview into a little bit of a difficult moment, but uh, Westview retains the possession. Quickly the inbounds comes to Weinberg, the junior point guard races in the forecourt. Now she's in a trap, stepped out of bounds here, yeah, and the official right in front of us didn't see it. Top side three ball launch. Remy, no. Long rebound out to Riegsecker. She'll take it to the rack. Put it up and in. Riegsecker. Usually we defer to the referees, but we did see she stepped out of bounds. That should have been a dead ball. Absolutely. That was like bullseye right in front of us here. Yeah. There's not many things I can see at the with the reading glasses I have on, but that's one I can. That was <laughs> Schaefer on the wing left. Double team goes to Brew, gets it right back. 
Asia with it at 4-13. Step back three, gets a screen, fires it off the front of the rim. No, long rebound, Caribs out, chased down by Corey. Corey, reverse pass from the right side, will put it up and in to Weinberg, who in transition lays it up and in. Nice move by Westview as they take the lead, 6-4. Yeah, good pass by Corey, set up her teammate Weinberg with the easy lay. We're under the halfway mark here in the first quarter. 6-4 Westview looking for win number four. And a substitution Mishawaka, you will see Holly Shine sub in for Grace Matherly. Inbounds Mishawaka. Eddie Brew with the honors. Goes to the freshman Mamalenti. Top side and Schaefer's bounce pass kicked by Hope Bortner. So Mishawaka will re-inbound it at the 346 mark first quarter. Yeah, don't often want to commit fouls right there, but Holly Shine was wide open in the corners. Maybe kicking that ball out of bounds with the right move. Before we continue, Chad Blasco wants to burn a timeout for his Lady Cayman. Timeout on the floor, 3.46 to play first quarter. It is a 30-second timeout. We'll do the same. 6-4 Westview back after this on 96-1 the Tubbs. Along with Brady Gallo with the Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller here. Chad Blasco not liking what he saw and burning a rather early timeout. Yeah, we see him. He's often animated on the on the court side here. He's very, very passionate about this girls' team, just wants the best for him. Blasco with the uh, timeout and now working his offense with Schaefer down inside to Kasha. And David Ovik will put up the little runner, her fourth point. And it's a 6-6 knot. Dribble drive inside, little dish there by Weinberg. Finds a wide open Corey, but she was double, triple teamed quickly. And Mishawak on the steal. Schaefer up the floor. Kasha inside, outside. Mamaleni. Three balls good. Millie Mamalete from Freeland. So, how about that timeout by Chad Blasco? You Just get there, you get a bucket, you get a stop. Five point run. And now Mamalenti, who averages three steals a game, ties up the dribbler Weinberg at the top of the circle and forces it into a turnover with the alternate possession arrow. And by the way, that three by Mamalenti just added $10 to the mix thanks to Centier Bank as they will uh, donate $10 to the boys at Girls Club of St. Joseph County. 9 6 Mishawaka with the lead in the corner. Mamalenti, top side. It is Schaefer to Kasha, and nice move there by the senior. Davidovic struts her stuff as she steps around the defender, put it up at him. And now it's still midcourt. Mamaleni on a swipe, takes it inside. Davidovic to the line, and around the defender up and in. Man, is it great to have her back. Kesha Davidovic just has such fantastic touch around the rim. And Millie Mamaleni with that steal really created that play. I believe she's averaging uh, three steals. Yeah, three steals a game. Pretty impressive just for a freshman. She's the one who created that play. Fantastic finish there at number 21. A lead for Mishawaka. A touchdowns worth 13-6, a seven-point advantage. And David Ovik with the free throw. is a knuckleball with no spin on it. 53% free throw shooter cans it, and it's a eight-point K-band lead. Up the floor now, Weinberg, double team across the lane, throws the pass mid-floor, almost stolen by Schaefer, under the block, Corey. For Westview, a jump pass now by Weinberg, deflected in the paint, and stolen by Mishawaka. Schaefer quickly into the forecourt to Reese Brew. She'll take it strong to the hole, blocked by Corey. Her shot at, uh, well, let's say at 5'3", against somebody 5'10", probably not, a, not the mismatch she wanted. Not the best bet. Jump pass into the baseline. Nothing there underneath the Corey. A little left-handed hook shot up and good. 
Bree Corey, very good at using that left hand. That is her dominant side, and it's a 14-8, six-point Mishawaka lead. Yeah, Bree Corey is leading this team in scoring. She's going scoring eight at night. I believe she just scored her six point. Top side three, fired and scored. Asa Schaefer with her first field goal of the game. Her fifth point and another $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County thanks to Centier Bank. Center floor, Bontrager finds Riegsecker. Now on the baseline, Corey, as they really focus on crashing down inside with their sophomore standout. And a reach and foul defensively on Mishawaka. Addison Brew picks up her first, team's first. That's the only third foul we've had of the night and the first on Mishawaka. Kind of the polar opposite of what we've seen in that JV game. Yeah, That's there were a few fouls. There were. Just a few in the corner. Catching, Bortner thought about a three and said passes it out center floor. Bontrager looking for help, finds Lehman, Janissa Lehman who just subbed in. Now Weinberg dribbles here to the top of the circle. Lehman. Double team, takes it to the teeth of the K-Man zone defense that they've switched to. In the corner, three ball, Bortner launches and scores it. Hope Bortner with little hesitation, drains the three. Clean stroke right there, got the look she wanted, ended up making good on it. 17-11, one minute to go, first quarter, Mishawaka leading by half dozen. Center floor, Schaefer, double team, back to Reese Brew. She'll penetrate, bounce it on the baseline to shine, but it's intercepted by Bontrager. She's going to go coast to coast, and a bounce pass under the basket to Weinberg gets away, and a turnover, Westview in transition. So possession, Mishawaka, 47 seconds here in our first quarter. Inbounds to Asia, she'll bring it up the floor. Schaefer averaging 16 per game, has five so far. Jump pass to the corner, Kasha reverses the top side. Schaefer all alone, write it down. Asia Schaefer, second triple, another $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County. Thank you to Centier Bank. Kasha David Elwick drew that double team in the corner. Freed up Asia Schaefer for the wide open top of the key. Weinberg, Bontrager back outside. Lehman now reverses it. Bontrager dribble drive on the wing left. Nothing there. Lehman turns, spins, and a bounce pass right through the legs of Weinberg. Out of bounds. Turnover Westfield. So a big stop. Caveman got a chance here with 13.7 left on the clock at the last shot here. Leading 22-11. Andy Brew with the chest high pass inbounds to Asa. Schaefer with it, now through the equator in center circle here at Mishawaka's cave. Eight seconds, Asia with the right-handed dribble, reverses it, has the ball bobble, gets a good screen from Kasha, takes it down the teeth of the lane, the runner's up and in! Nice move by Asa Schaefer, her 10th point. She finished strong with a couple of threes in that bucket to beat the buzzer. We are at the end of eight minutes. One quarter in the books. It's a two-for-one special at the Cave. Mishawaka 22, Westview 11. You're at two with K-Bank Girls Basketball on 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. We turn the page to quarter number two, along with Brady Gallo of the Mishawaka Network. I'm Brian Miller, 22-11. Mishawaka finishing that first quarter very strong to take the double-digit lead and alternate possession to Westview. And Davidovic literally strips them all away from Weinberg. She's going to take it point length and lay it up and in. Kasha with her 11th point. Some bully ball right there. Just took it right out of her hands. Got an easy lay on the fast break. Bounce pass into the paint area. Bond trigger the intended receiver. Loose ball on the floor. Bodies all over the place. And then Kasha will get tied up there with Hope Bortner. And a jump ball possession arrow will give it back to the Lady Cavemen. 
Substitution, we'll see J.J. Whetstone, 5'7", sophomore, check into the lineup for the first time tonight for Ryan Yoder and Westview. They come here 3-12 and 12 on the year, a club that was 10-15 and 15 one season ago. The winners of two games in a row, Samari Smith has checked in for her first look. Grace Matherly returns to the K-Man combination. They'll go on the wing. Mamaleni forces it down inside to Kasha. She'll take it to the hole. Runner up and no good. Didn't get the good angle and the friendly bounce off the rim. The rebound down to Westview. Up the floor now, right wing, Bortner. Lobs topside to Bontrager. Deep to the foul line extension left is Whetstone. Back out right point. Bortner, three ball, rimming, softly touches up, no good. Loose ball on the floor, battled for. Westview collects it, but then Grace Matherly ties it up for a jump ball, and the possession arrow once again will rule, and will go to Westview. Yeah, when Cashew had those few games out, Grace Matherly was really that player that stepped up getting those boards. With both of them out on the floor right now, and hopefully getting a lot more offensive rebounds, some more defensive rounds. It is Bortner with a little shake and bake move, dribbles right point, or right baseline corner rather, and tries to find some opening in that baseline right. But uh, good defense by Mishawaka, and then the missed shot certainly uh, didn't help the case. And now Smith almost took one to the head on the pass by her teammate, Millie Mambalente. And an offensive possession that was just kind of uh, as came unraveled from the very get-go. And a turnover for Mishawaka. Substitution, David Ovik will get a breather. And we'll see Holly Shine return. 24-11, Cavemen, center floor. Whetstone for Westview. They are in their travel scarlet red with the old gold and white. Mishawaka in their home white uniforms, the Under Armour style with the shorts and tops and the maroon and silver trim. Baseline feed underneath now it is Corey. Bree Corey puts up the runner no good. And the missed shot and the rebound, Mishawaka. Transition, Mamalendi runs the near sideline right in front of us at the scores table. Millie will go topside, gives it off now to Brew. Reese dribble penetrates, nothing there. Back out to Millie. Mamalendi puts on the brake, stops, fades, fires, 12-footer up in the right side of the lane area. No good on the wing miss, and the rebound down to Border. But we should mention our uniform descriptions. But the came into their home white tonight, brought to you by Game One, the official uniform provider of your Mishawaka Caveman. Jump pass to the corner left. Dribble drive, nice move by Bortner. She goes up for the shot, bobbled it. Now Corey with it right wing, Lehman in the paint, outside top of the key. Bontrager dribbles, then runs in and throws up a prayer and in his answer. Olivia Bontrager, the 5-1 freshman, with a little leap and leaner. Yeah, I mean, we've been giving this defense credit for the caveman. It just seemed like a disaster right there. Everyone's running after the ball, not a, lot, a whole lot of organization. Samari Smith with a catch and shoot from three. No hesitation. Those were the words of wisdom from Coach Chad Blasco in the pregame coach's comment segment. And it's 27-13 Mishawaka. Jump pass under the basket and a good strong move by Bree Corey. And she is bumped and fouled by caveman defender, I believe, Grace Matherly, the guilty party. Let's wait for the report. Actually, not on Matherly, but it's going to be on Holly Shine. Her first team's first of this quarter. Again, the new rule change with the reset of the foul totals each period as the game progresses. So a free throw to boot, a old-fashioned three-point play opportunity for Bree Corey, who has six. She averages eight, and this free throw off the rim, no good. Rebounded by Westview, though. They'll get the board. They'll jump it across the way. Riegsecker looking for help to Bontrager. Top of the circle now. Riegsecker with the basketball. Center floor to Olivia 
Bontrager with a left-handed bounce pass. Near side to Bortner. Bortner reverse skip. Now into the corner. Riegsegger. Ball fakes. Nothing there. Back outside to Whetstone. Whetstone at 4.44 to play here in our first half. Mishawaka leading 27-15. They led it 22-11 at the first quarter break. Center floor. Bortner near left point. Bontrager, bounce pass into the teeth of the zone, intercepted by Mandelenti. Mandelenti's third steal tonight, and she'll go coast to coast, but hustling back and knocking away is Bontrager before Mandelenti can take it to the rack and score it. Bontrager, that's a little freshman on freshman crime right there. Bontrager was able to keep up with Mandelenti. Mandelenti able to usually escape on those fast breaks. She's lightning quick. You are so, so right, Brady. Inbounds, caveman. Holly Shine with the basketball left wing. Gets it, reverses it back out to Aza Schaefer, who has returned to the lineup. As will Addie Brew and Kasia Davidovic. And in just a few moments, a long-range three. Missed by Schaefer. Rebound, Smith. Put up no. Rebound, Westview. In some traffic. Bortner dribbles out of a crowd. Takes it to the forecourt. Right wing and puts on the brakes now. Center floor, Riegsegger. Near side to Bontrager. Bontrager on the dribble. Reverses back out from the left wing to the top of the key. Riegsegger. Jump pass to the corner, right side. Nothing there. Back out Bortner. Left point Bontrager. Left wing. Faking to the three is Whetstone. Dumps it on the baseline. And standing out of bounds with it was Morgan Riegsecker for a Westview turnover. Yeah, kind of an awkward possession there. It didn't really seem like it had much direction. You'll see Samari Smith and Grace Metherly get breathers. They'll check out of the Mishawaka lineup. 351 and counting before halftime. Caveman lead is a dozen. 27 to 15. Mamalente, long bounce pass to Kasha. Reverse topside, Schaefer turning, spinning, double team. Defenders running right at her. Back to Kasha, down on the block, inside Shine. Double team, tries to force it back outside, and just a little panic on Shine right there, forced the turnover, or caused the turnover, rather. And here comes Westview now, Bontrager. Into the forecourt, Whetstone. Jump pass to nobody except Holly Shine. She cut right where the ball was going. Comes up with the interception and she was chasing her defender. Schaefer, left side. Addie Brew dribbles through a crowd. Topside Asia, fakes, dribbles, turns, kicks, back out to Brew. Topside Kasha, dribble drive. A little runner with the right hand up. No, and she's bumped and fouled by one of three Westview defenders to stop the clock at 3.04 here in our first half. Yeah, in the interview, Chad Blasco talked about confidence. Kasha David Ovik is one of those players who does not lack confidence. She will take it to the rack whenever she's open or really whenever she feels like it. Kasha, who averages 14 points and 10 rebounds a game with 11 already. And we'll look to add to her total. And she'll throw the free throw up a little too strong off the back iron. No good. The miss, and she'll have one more. Two-shot foul. Substitution, Audrey Taylor, 5'6", senior, will check in for her first look here for Westview tonight. Three minutes and four seconds to go, first half. With Brady Gallo of the Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller. Second free throw by Kasha is good. She's got a dozen. And the caveman advantage is now 13 at 28-15 with three minutes before intermission. Center floor, Riegsecker after the caveman press. They break it, and they set it in the forecourt now. Bontrager. Deep left wing, Whetstone, dribbles out of traffic. Center floor again, it is Hope Bortner. Left wing to Bontrager. Bontrager looks, looks, bounce pass back again on the wing. Left baseline, Riegsecker in the paint, all alone. Runner put up by Bortner, no good. Loose ball rebound and battle for between Addie Brew and Westview's Audrey Taylor who just subbed him. And there'll be Mishawaka basketball on the alternate possession arrow. They'll get possession with 2.34 before halftime. Backcourt inbound, Schaefer against a 2-2-1 two, two, 
full quarter, or full court rather, press, and now Schaefer dribbles the paint. Got away with a travel with a little shuffle step, and the runner by Schaefer is good, her second two-point field goal, and on the night, her 12th point. 30-15, to K-Men with a two-for-one special and the lead. Bordner out center floor to Bontrager. Left-handed dribble, left-handed bounce pass in the paint. Loose ball, Bordner on the baseline, gives it up. Three ball launch, Whetstone, no loose ball, rebound on the floor. A mighty hefty scramble. And you'll see Addie Brew taking a floor burner too as she fought for that rebound. And a substitution, Westview, you'll see Karis Weinberg, the 5'6 junior and point guard, return starter, returns to the lineup for Ryan Yoder. Yeah, having the privilege of calling all these games, Addie Brew just seems to be a player who ends up on the court often. She's always fighting for those seals, always getting those jump balls. So if this was the boys' game, it would be the equivalent of Cooper Pritchett. Uh, yeah, I'd say that's a good comparison. So center floor, Bortner, ball fakes, ball fakes, nothing there. Reeks Zegger. Grace Matherly races from the bench to the Mishawaka scores table to check him. Weinberg looks right side, overloads it to Reeks Zegger. Mishawaka dropping back into a 2-3 zone right now. Jump pass, near side, Riegzecker in the corner, Bortner now finds a teammate that is Weinberg and she'll dribble out of traffic. A minute 25 before half, Mishawaka up 30 to 15. Left point, Taylor, ball deflected away, stolen by Mishawaka. Mamaleni with the loose ball, she'll race to the forecourt, puts in the breaks right wing. Back out to Asia, fakes right, goes left, little floater in the lane, Remy no, chase down the rebound, Kasha, loose ball, Holly Shine put it up no, loose ball rebound, Westview and a foul. Yes. Going to be against the Cavemen. Some chaos right there around the rack. No one could put it in. Holly Shine put up one. Asia Schaefer put up one, I believe. Catch David Elton also put up one. No Schaefer, Asia Schaefer guilty on the foul. Her first team second of the period. We've only had three fouls here, and we played seven minutes of this second quarter. Two against the K-Men, just once against the visitors. Now Weinberg in trouble in a pickle, and she kind of errantly throws a bounce pass to no one except Grace Matherly, who steals it. And now Aza Schaefer is handed the basketball, and literally Morgan Riegsecker reaches out with both hands. Didn't tackle her, but if this was tag, Schaefer would have been out twice because she oh, was yeah. tagged twice. Yeah, both these teams showing some aggression late, about 48 seconds left. They're both trying to prevent playing that uh, full-court defense. Mamalente bounce pass in the corner right. Kasha reverse jump pass to nobody. Mamalente will chase it down, but there's the over and back foul. Now keep in mind, if Bambalini doesn't hustle back, that's an easy grab and lay-in for a Westview player. But uh, Bambalini did the right thing, hustled back, and now will force Westview to work in their half-court offense with 38 seconds before halftime. Trailing by 15, Mishawaka up 30-15. Center floor now, Karis Weinberg dribbles near side. Mishawaka stays in the 2-3 zone defensively. On the wing left side, Taylor jump pass to Bortner who's looking to get open on the left baseline, and they literally threw it away. So possession back to Mishawaka. Chad Blasco stalking the sidelines off to our left. Always a pleasure talking with him in our coach's comment segment on the pregame show. Up the floor now, Asia. Schaefer across the center circle. And let's see if Mishawaka's going to chew the clock and wait for one final shot here. They lead it again by 15. Topside Schaefer's going to let it fly. Three ball, too strong off the rim. Rebound, Madeley back up at him. Grace Matherly with her first field goal on the offensive board. 32-15, inbounds at three. Half-court heave-ho, fired up and over the backboard and between the support wires. As we go to halftime, Mishawaka with a comfortable lead of 17. At the break, halftime here of this Wednesday edition of Indiana Hoosier Hysteria. 
the ladies edition here tonight on the cave floor with 8-5 Mishawaka at the break, leading 3-12 Westview. Mishawaka 32, Westview 15. Stay tuned, our halftime report is just around the corner. We'll check scoring and statistics. We'll get the thoughts from Brady Gallo of the Mishawaka Network and certainly standing by Matt Embry with an update for us on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. All that and more along coming up on our halftime report brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation granting a better future. Halftime again, Mishawaka 32, Westview 15. We'll have our halftime report after this timeout. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Man Girls Basketball by 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Works Brady Gallo. I'm Brian Miller. Cavemen jumped out to a 22-11 advantage after eight minutes and one period of play. In the second eight minutes, they did not miss a beat, outscoring Westview during that eight-minute stretch by a count of 10-4 to four to lead here at halftime by a count of 32-15. Brady, your thoughts on the uh, impressive first half, I guess I'll say. It was very, very good to see. Obviously, this team has been on a bit of escape. We've acknowledged that a couple times. It's been really good to see this team play at the level that we know that they can. As far as Westview goes, they have been not been great on the offensive side. They had some lackadaisical, I think that's how you say it, lackadaisical passing that Cavemen have been able to exploit. A lot of steals on the board for the Cavemen and doing a great job in transition, getting those easy buckets. And how great is it having number 21 back on the court? That presence on offense, defense, on the boards, it just goes without saying how much better we are when number 21, Kasia David Ovik, is on the floor. So the one-two punch of David Ovik and Asa Schaefer each have a dozen leading the way for Mishawaka. Asia with two threes, one-two. Or check that, yeah. Uh, two threes, one-two, and a couple of uh, free throws. Kasha with five field goals all from two-point range. Two of three free throw shooting elsewhere for Mishawaka. A three-pointer, three rather, for Samari Smith. A three-pointer for Millie Mamalente. And a field goal on a putback for Grace Matherly. That rounds out the scoring for Mishawaka, who also saw Reese Brew, Addie Brew, and Holly Shine see action but not score. For Westview, the 3-12 and 12 Warriors at halftime. Very balanced scoring as they trail 32-15. Karis Weinberg with the basket. Olivia Bontrager with the basket for two. Two for Morgan Riegsecker. Three on a tray for Hope Bortner. And six for Bree Corey, the 5'10 left-handed sophomore on the inside with three field goals with two of those in the first quarter, one in the second, leading Westview with six. JV tonight went to Mishawaka. An impressive uh, JV win there, 22-18. And now Mishawaka looking for number nine for Head coach Chad Blasco, which would be his 40th here tonight. Let's hope they can hang on to this lead and to uh, take us through the third quarter play-by-play. -play. The one and only Mishawaka Network's Brady Gallo with the honors. All right, so we're going to get going. Looks like Addie Brew get inbound here for the Cavemen. Cavemen have been very, very solid on offense. They have 32 points here tonight. As we know, H.S. Shaver does a fantastic job running this offense. See what Chad Blasco has, has uh, written up for the first possession of the second half. Schaefer working, finds Mamalenti, cross-court pass. Bounce pass back to Schaefer. Daddy Brew hits it off the leg of one of the Westview players. She was on the perimeter. That's going to be a jump ball called, or maybe that's a foul. Uh, that's going to be a jump ball possession arrow in favor of Mishawaka. Or no, in favor of the Warriors. Just going to say, basically it was a turnover for the Cavemen. I'm not sure what they ruled other than they picked up the loose ball and handed it to the Warriors, so there's the turnover. Thought I saw some thumbs up there, but no, going to be a turnover for the Cavemen. Warriors taking it up here. Double team right there, cross-court pass. 
Back to Bontrager, now on the perimeter, defended by David Ovick. She's way out there by the logo. Swinging it around here. Looking to get inside, that's Corey off the glass, not gonna go. David Ovick trying to fight for that board. Ball's going out everywhere now. Warriors gonna reset here, that's Bontrager. Again, dribbling by the logo, bounce pass there to, Bart to Bortner. And I'm not sure what uh, Bontrager thought, but that pass is gonna go straight out of bounds. Bortner was passing to no one. Well, I think actually Bortner thought that uh, uh, her teammate uh, Bontrager, who is uh, 5'1", I think she uh, maybe thought that she was 6'1". Maybe she uh, thought she had a growth spurt, something like that. But that's Addie Brewer with the bounce pass to Madeline. They're going to say last touch by Red. Caven retained possession. Good double-team defense there by Westview. As certainly uh, Bree Corey does all she can to dominate the inside paint, but she got some double-team help on Matherly, but Mishawaki gets the ball back. That's a good inbound play right there. Cash David Noble going to get the layup. We've seen that so many times with that Caveman with this caveman inbound offense. Agent Schaefer to catch the David Ovick, easy bucket. Keisha's got 14. I believe she's averaging 14, so already met her average. Six minutes and 40 seconds left to go in this half. Is uh, Agent Schaefer gonna get tied up on the court? Or no, that's gonna be called a foul. Once again, thought that was a jump ball, but foul on White. Interested to see who they called that on. Might Actually, on I think Schaefer. they just ruled the ball that somebody who had touched it, probably Schaefer, was out of bounds. Ah, uh, yes. They didn't change the possession arrow, and they did not report a foul here to the bench, so that's what I'm going to assume. Agent Schaefer taking it up, gets it to Mamalenti. Bounce pass back to Schaefer, top of the key, trying to get it inside to David Ovick, swings it back to Mamalenti. Kevin just playing some catch here beyond the perimeter. Schaefer trying to take on the whole defense, whistle blowing. That's going to be a blocking foul on the Warriors. There were three red jerseys all around Asia Schaefer as she dribbled into the paint area. How do you... Uh, Call that foul, you pick a name out of the hat, I think. But uh, Bortner was the unfortunate candidate who gets her second foul, first on the team in the period. Now Brew has it on the perimeter. Finds Schaefer in the corner. Had David Ovick maybe missed her by a beat. Going to make it a little bit harder on her fadeaway. Does not hit the rim. Rebound Warriors. Now they're taking it up. That's Bontrager. Almost loses her dribble. David Ovick tried to steal it away, but yeah, that's going to be a double dribble. David Ovick uh, kind of forced her into that turnover because uh, when the dribbler, Bontrager, saw her, she kind of hesitated for just a moment and almost stopped dribbling and then returned to the dribble, thus the turnover. Heard the footsteps coming. Now he's just Schaefer swinging it back to Memelenti. Fakes it. Good move with the right. A little floater at the free throw line. Not going to go in. Rims in and out. It, now catching David Ovick with the fadeaway. Not going to go. Another rebound for the Warriors. They're taking it up on the fast break. Going to slow it down a little bit. Good, good defense. By Cassie Davidova, going to run into that double team. Good pass. Now tipped. Addie Brew going to get it rewarded with the steal, but that was Davidovic on that tip. K-Men have done a good job of taking away the passing lanes. They've done a really good job. Like I said, that lackadaisical passing has sharpened a little bit as we're going to get a travel right here, Mamalenti. Mamalenti's usually been pretty good, but we see that freshman right there, a little bit unexperienced, picks up the travel. My hunch is Mamalenti was thinking about a holiday vacation somewhere. She had her bags packed. That travel was about as obvious as you're going to have. Oh, yeah. It's cross-court pass here. Weinberg has it. Cross-court pass to Bortner. Working inside. Bounce pass to Corey off the glass and good. Good offensive possession there for the Warriors. 34-17. First points of the half for the Warriors. That pass is going to get tipped. Not going to be an over and back. Now Schaefer has it, and that's going to get tipped out of bounds. Good defense there by Weinberg. She tipped the initial pass and tipped it right out of the hands of Asia Schaefer. Much of the time when you reach across the body, 
you're going to get called for a foul, but Schaefer had the ball kind of out in front of her more and didn't protect it, and thus Weinberg not called for the foul, just a deflection out of bounds. All ball right there. Edge of Schaefer going to go in with her right, kicks it, loses her dribble. Now diving on the court is Bordner. Love to see that effort. She saves it. Now trying to get it out of that trap there. Now Bordner has it, taking it up the court with her right. Bounce pass in. Stolen by David Ovik, I think, now down on the court. Is that going to be a jump ball or a foul? They can say a jump ball, possession arrow in favor of the cavemen. Now the possession arrow has uh, pivoted back and forth quite frequently. Substitutions, Mishawaka, you'll see Reese Brewer return to the combination along with sophomore Holly Shine. So Schaefer going to take it up now. Addie Brew, or excuse me, Reese Brew. Sorry, I get confused sometimes. Reese Brew trying to avoid that trap. That pass is going to get intercepted. Number 15 for Westview stops, puts on the brakes, and gets that floater to go. Nice move by Morgan Riegsecker, her fourth point. Now Reese Brew has it. Going to go with her left, picks up a dribble, bounce pass back to Schaefer at the logo. She's going to get inside of the free throw line, dishes it out to Holly Shine. Mid-range jump shot is good. <laughs> Holly Shine, girl who picked up basketball fairly recently, has done a pretty good job knocking down the mid-range shot. Well, she had a good year on the uh, softball field for this old man, and uh, <laughs> hopefully looking forward to an even better year as a sophomore after a year of basketball. Oh, good take there by number one. That was Weinberg. A little resistance there by the K-Man defense. And good layup there. Weinberg with four. Reesbrew has another similar look there on offense. A good pass there by Aja Schaefer. David Over got a hand on it, but unable to handle it. Can be red ball. Caveman up 36-21. They led it 32-15 at the break. Both teams sputtering just a bit to get really rolling here in the second half. Now running the point here, that's number 13, Bortner. He's off the Bontrager. Looking to get the call from her coach. Gets the play, passes it out. Weinberg has it back to Bontrager. Bontrager trying to look, find someone. Reese Brew might want to press there. Doesn't, gets it off to Bortner. Or that Rex Singer. Some slow pace offense here for the Warriors. Caveman dropped back to that zone again, and I think Westview trying to figure it out a little bit. Reese Brew playing at the perimeter. Oh, gets faked out there by that uh, pump fake pass. Not going to get rewarded with points. And Bortner is going to get fouled there. She goes to the line for two. That was a great ball head fake, and a Mishawaka foul will be on. That's going to be on number 21, Kasha David Ovik. That's her first foul of the game. Haven't had too many whistles tonight, but that one most certainly a foul. Westview shooting their first free throw of the game. Bordner misses the first one. A lot of substitutions here. Samari Smith getting into the game. Great to see her knock down that three. She's uh, not, She hasn't had a fantastic season as far as scoring the ball. She's been a good presence on defense, but always great to see one of those players knock down a three. Well, shoot with confidence is something that Chad Blasco stressed during the pregame, and now we've got a timeout on the floor. Yeah, I believe that we're also going to take a timeout, so we'll be back with more of the third quarter after this break. Welcome back to the cave here. Cavemen lead the Western Warriors by a score of 36 to 22. Been a pretty good half here for the Cavemen so far. Got 2.56 left on the clock. Ryan, what are your thoughts so far early in this half? Well, what I will tell you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboards, the unfortunate news right now from the Penn Palace. In the backyard brawl on the wrestling mat has Mishawaka trailing Penn. It is early. Only a couple of weight classes have competed so far, but Penn leading Mishawaka early 
18 to 5. Uh, yes, evil empire, as we call it in my household. <laughs> Penn, no matter what, they're going to be good at pretty much all things athletic related. But we're going to get going here. Reese Brill going in with the left, trying to take on that whole defense off the glass. Not going to be good. Now, fighting for that board is David Ovick. I believe she's going to get called for an over, over the back foul. Even though Reese Brew missed that shot, that was a good aggressive move. Took a couple of defenders with her, took it to the hole, and I know that will make Chad Blasco happy, just the aggressive play and the willingness to shoot the basketball. Everything good but the shot. Now Bontrager has it. It's the Bordner in the corner, wide open, and drills it. Boom. That was an NBA three. Oh, yeah. Drills the corner three. So Westview trims the lead down to 36-25. Reese Brew has it now. Back to A. Schaefer. Schaefer, that pass. We got tipped, but still able to handle it. Back to number two, Reese Brew. If you're Westview right now, your goal is to get this game to single digits. Deep three rims out. Now fighting for that board. Ball's going everywhere. AJ Schaefer going to come up with it. No, that's Borner. Hip tipped right into her hands. Now Weinsberg going to hit it off the block. And now her teammate right there, that was number 21, Janissa Lehman, able to clean that one up. And now another timeout called. There's that lead trim from double digits down to nine, and Chad Blasco wants to talk about it. So with Westview coming to this game, winning two straight, they're starting to believe here. So we'll take a break. We'll be back on the other side of this break. We have more of the third quarter. Foul is going to be called on number one, Weinberg, for a kick right there. So no foul, just a violation. Just a violation. So A.J. Schaefer going to be running the point here, looking for someone, dribbling with her left. Single Mamalenta to come back to her. Now bounce pass. David open in the corner. That pass is going to get intercepted. That's Reisenberg. AJ Schaefer trying to track her down. Knocks it out of bounds. AJ Schaefer trying to plead her case. But her opinion does not matter in this situation. Ref singles. It's red ball. Well, to the official's credit, he was right there on the call and right there on the play hustling back in that transition play. You can plead your case as much as you want. Chances are the ref is not going to change his call. So Westview basketball. I think Schaefer did such a good job. She should be a lawyer because she really convinced the official to at oh, least yeah. ask. And the inbounds and then the kickback in the corner to Whetstone. She stepped out of bounds with it. So, oh, no, take that back. She didn't step out of bounds. She had help stepping back because there was a uh, there was a block in the legal screen. Yeah, I didn't think she stepped out of bounds. Caveman lead 36-27 with a minute 30 left remaining in this third quarter. Caveman need to score here. AJ Schaefer trying to take on that whole defense. Left-handed shot, it goes. Bit of a circuit shot right there. AJ Schaefer is so good at those. Her first points of the second half, she's got 14. Now Westview taking it up, trying to take on that double team. Bounce past the Bontrager. Running into that trap. Good half-court defense here by the Cavemen. Westview having a hard time getting inside the three-point line. Getting closer and closer to that half-court mark. Good bounce pass to Bontrager, who drills that shot. Mid-range shot for two. Just under a minute to go. Cayman lead 38-29. Give the Warriors cut this game down to a nine-point ball game, making Le each possession much more critical. Cayman led by 17 at one point. Cannot make us a game here. David Ovick working down there in the paint. Good defense. Spinning shot. Going to hit off the glass. Not going to be good. Now Bonchar going to take it up. Long pass there. Finds her teammate. That's Weinberg. Bit of a cherry pick shot right there. Just under 30 seconds to go here. Cabin did not get back defensively, and Westview, instead of going under, went over top of the defense. Good job exploiting it right there. David Oak has it just on the perimeter. Samari Smith going to take another three. No good off the front iron. 
David Over gets the board. Good touch around the rim. She finishes. That was a breakdown defensively by Westview. Did not have the glass checked off, and Kasha come a long way to get that board. The 4 3 2 1. That shot is going to beat the buzzer. That was number 31, J.J. Whetstone, the sophomore. Getting that one to go right before the end of the third quarter. Holly Shine did not shut off the baseline, and that opened up for the opportunity. So after three-hour score, Mishawaka 40 and Westview 33. Fourth quarter is coming up next. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Man. Girls basketball on 96 won the ton. and the We turn the page to quarter number four, along with Brady Gallo of the Mishawaka Network. I'm Brian Miller. We got a ball game, and on the inbounds, Westview gets called immediately thanks to a K-Man double team for an over and back right on the midcourt stripe. So turnover to the K-Man. Brady Gallo, I tip my cap, my friend. Great job with the play-by-play. -play. It's a uh, it's uh, it's tough doing radio after doing the TV side of it, but oh, yeah. uh, you did a great job, and I have a feeling you've got a very bright future in this business. Thanks, my friend. It was fantastic. Jump pass, Weinberg, long lob down the floor. Bortner catches, tries a touch pass. It's intercepted by Mamalente. Here come the K-Men leading by only seven. They led by 17 and half. Schaefer, deep left point, jump pass into the paint. Kasha, back to Asia, dribbles the lane, runner out the window, no good. Misses from 12 feet, rebound. Davidovic picks it back up, no. Loose ball to the floor, a mighty scramble. Schaefer by the seat of her pants, kicks it out. Mamaletti from three, no. Rebound of Matherly, but the ball stripped away and stolen by Westview. And Riegsegger races up the floor, puts on the brakes, and scrambled with it. Some mistakes here by Westview, preventing them from getting back in this game. Kevin have had two straight possessions where they want to get some points here for Westview. Ryan Yoder, Westview, fourth-year head coach, just saying, slow down, yes. calm down, breathe. You're in this ball game. Inbounds, Mishawaka. They lead it 40-33. to 33. Center floor now, Schaefer. Looks near side, Mamaleni, runner, jumper, shooter, miss it. And the loose ball rebound, Madley had the inside track, but Whetstone just out-muscled her inside, and the ball went out of bounds off the caveman. Substitution, Olivia Bontrager returns. Yeah, a few stops later, Westview's starting to believe here, only trailing by seven. A three-pointer here puts him right back in this game. Bounce pass, Bontrager, long bounce pass across the far side. Gets it back on the reverse. From Bortner in the corner, three ball launch and scored! A tray from the far, far right corner, J.J. Whetstone's fifth point. And it's 40-36, Westview from 17 is counted to four. Schaefer dribbles, drives, jump hook pass. Brew underneath, intended for Madley, stepping in front, intercepting the ball there. Bree Corey with the pick, and now Westview can make this a one-possession ball game. Man, as the vibe here changed, everything's a lot more tense. Whetstone, Bortner, Bortner double team, jump pass back to Corey, and a timeout taken, a 30-second timeout by Ryan Yoder for Westview. We'll do the same. 6-17 to play fourth quarter. Mishawaka lead trimmed to four. 40-36 our score. Back after this on 96 won the ton in the Mishawaka Network. I'm Brian Miller. Timeout Westview to save that possession. Hey, how about an update in wrestling? Yeah, an update in wrestling. Back, backyard brawl there at Penn. Caveman unfortunately trailing only by one point this time. Score is 21-20 in favor of the Kingsmen. A lot of wrestling still to be played. I'm anticipating jump pass left of the lane. Now Bontrager will dribble out of the crowd into corner. Three ball put up partially blocked by Mishawaka defensively. Loose ball rebound after the miss. Put up no by Riegsecker right wing. And Grace Matherly gets an important rebound. Four-point game, 5.50 to play. Mishawaka leading 40-36. to 36. 
Schaefer on the wing right side. Bounce pass to Kasha at the top of the circle. Gives a little handoff back to Asia. Dribbles. Tries the little scoop runner. Hits the floor hard as he goes for the jump pass. And a foul defensively on the Warriors. I feel like I've said this every time, but just another possession where Cavent would love to have points. Only, only up by four here. Any points, really, would make, this, uh, make me feel a lot more comfortable as a Cavent fan. Westview's Bree Corey guilty of the foul. Her second, team's first of this fourth quarter. And Chad Blasco looking for a towel. We had a little perspiration, or maybe some water spilled down in the far corner. Actually, uh, perspiration on the basketball. So the uh, official will do some janitorial duty. And now with 5.39 to play fourth quarter. This is a big possession inbounds. Kasha catches. On the inbounds from Schaefer, good timing play. And David Ovik will get her eighth field goal and her 18th point. 42-36 now. That Bounce inbound pass. play is pretty hard to stop. Jump pass across the way from right to left and back to the left side again. And deflected off of Karis Weinberg. Great touch passing. And I will say for a 3-12 and basketball team, Westview does pass the ball fairly well. They've been swinging the rock fast all game. They've sharpened it up since that first half where they were counting on getting those loopy passes. No, they've sharpened it up really well. 5-17 to play. Mamalini dribble drive left side. Goes to Kasha. Jump pass across the way. Addie Brew from three. Got it! A big three for her first points of the night. Annie Brew with a tray, 45-36 with five minutes to play and another three gives $10 to the Boys and Girls Club of St. Joe County. Thank you to Centier Bank. Hashmark right side, Weinberg in the Westview half-court offense and then Addie Brew kind of chest bumps the defender, or the dribbler rather, Riegsecker, and the defender, Addie Brew, will pick up her second foul of the game. Well, big sigh of relief there for Caveman fans. Addie Brew drilling that clutch, free, clutch three right there. Just under five minutes to go. Huge shot right there. Possession inbounds Westview with 4.48 to play. Bontrager, long bounce pass in the corner. Weinberg on the right side. Now back in the paint. Back outside right side to Weinberg. And Westview will reset it. Left point to Janissa Lehman. Lehman tries to work against the defender. Jump pass to the corner, left L. They go Weinberg, center floor, bad pass. Telegraph stolen by Mambaletti. She'll steal. She'll score. Coast to coast. Millie Mambaletti with her fifth point. Love seeing that play right there. Averaging three steals a game. I believe she might have five or six. I'm not keeping track. From a four-point ball game to an 11-point ball game, it's 7-0 caveman run. With 4-12 to play here, period number four from Mishawaka's Cave. Lehman, dribble drive, double team, right side, Bortner. Bounce pass on the block and intended down underneath. It is knocked out by Addie Brew. Substitution, Westfield will go back to their leading scorer, Bree Corey, who averages eight. She's got eight, and she's definitely a presence on the inside for the visiting Warriors. Yeah, definitely a size advantage. Able to bully some of those caveman players down there. 47-36, Mishawaka. We're halfway through the fourth quarter, four minutes to play. Bontrager, alley-oop pass down inside for Corey. Had to go off her fingertips and two or three other sets of hands out of bounds. Touch last by Mishawaka. Westview basketball. Long possession here for the Warriors. Had it knocked out a few times by White. Inbounds Warriors. Bontrager, the southpaw, triggers it left side. And three launched and scored by Hope Bortner. Bortner with three threes and a free throw for her 10. 50, or try 47-39. And a traveling violation on Millie Mamalente. Got a little excited with the opening she saw and walked with the basketball. Hey, fans, add some real crunch to your next holiday party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips at your favorite local grocery store. Jay's Crunchers put a little 
crunch in your holiday celebrations. Actually, a bag of Jay's Crunchers jalapeno style. Something really good right now. <laughs> Bounce pass in the paint. Corey, strong to the glass, gets held by Eddie Brew. Brew is in a disbelief mode, but there is no doubt Brew guilty for the reach in. Her third team's second of the quarter. Substitution, Holly Shine will sub in for Grace Matherly at 3.33, third or check that fourth quarter. Inbounds, right of the lane, Corey catches, goes for the shot, blocked by Holly Shine, rebounded by Addie Brew. Here comes Mishawaka, Schaefer, long pass under the basket. Kasha, runner, jumping and scoring. Great pass, great finish right there. Agent Schaefer with fantastic core vision, able to find her teammate all the way in the other half of the court. Schaefer on the assist of Vitovic there with 20. 49-39, and now a bounce pass midcourt, deflected by Mambalente, saved by Weinberg, jump pass across the way, Bortner, right of the wing, Rigsecker. Back now it is Weinberg, and she'll reset the Westview offense. Into corner three, blocked there by Kasha out of bounds. Possession stays Westview. Huge block right there. Hope Bortner's had a fantastic game beyond the three-point line. Very close block there by Cassie Davidovic. Cave in again with a 10-point double-digit lead. Their 17-point halftime lead had been trailed to four. Inbounds, Bontrager triggers topside to Weinberg. Gives right side, Riegsecker on the dribble drive. Triple team in the paint. Corey strong to the glass. Lefty puts it up. No rebound. Addie Brew got her face removed as there was a scramble, and she got literally a face if this was yeah. football, face masking, that would have been a 15-yarder because yeah, it was all over. Face mask, a little bit of a hockey move there with the face squash. Bree Corey guilty for that face squashing foul, her third. Team second of the period, 244 and counting. He's Brady Gallo, I'm Brian Miller, and before we go any further, Chad Blasco is going to burn a Mishawaka caveman timeout. 2.41 to play, Mishawaka lead back to 10, 49-39. You're in two with caveman basketball on 96-1, the ton of the Mishawaka Network. Mishawaka pep band. Sounding good here tonight at the cave. The inbound to Mishawaka after the caveman timeout. They lead it by 10. Meanwhile, that wrestling update through eight matches, 21-20. Penn leading Mishawaka over at the Penn Palace in the backyard brawl on the mat. Schaefer, deep right point. Dribbles against the double team. Gets a screen from Brew. Runs it to the left side. Mambaletti has it in the corner. Holly Shine thought about a three, and then her outlet pass deflected out of bounds. Back to the Mishawaka bench area. Chad Blasco talking about that conference. Holly Shine thought about it, then thought better about it. Pass it out to her teammate. Just that half second of hesitation. Yep. 2.14 to play here in the fourth quarter. Mishawaka, who's led since the get-go, being challenged by 3-12 Westview. Schaefer, jump pass into Kasha. David Ovik with the jump pass outside. Top of the key. Asia will step back, try the tray, miss the tray. Long rebound. Caroms. Holly Shine with a brilliant hustle play. And able to corral the rebound, and she stepped out of bounds, but she had some help thanks to a pushing foul on J.J. Whetstone. Yeah, any Chad Blasco-led team, you know they're going to hustle on offense, on defense. Holly Shine putting that on display right there, running for that rebound. Westview foul on Whetstone, her first team's third of period number four. Inbounds Mavalente. Schaefer thought about the three, instead dribble drive, and the runner up off the rim. It literally hung on the iron, 
and fell out no good. Rebound Westview. Bontrager controls, breaks it through the center floor area. 100 seconds to go. Lob on the block, catching Corey with her back to the basket with that left side where she's very strong. Put it up and in for a 10th point. And after the bucket, Ryan Yoder calls a Westview 30-second timeout. We're going to keep it right here with our score. Mishawaka 49 and Westview 41. We've got a minute, 34 seconds to play. And fans to win in sports, remember, you have to adapt your strategy as the game changes. The same is true in the investment world. Edward Jones advisor Ryan Watson is here to help. Call Ryan Watson at 574-675-0168 at 675-0168 or stop by his office on McKinley Avenue in Osceola. Ryan Watson, yeah, that Ryan Watson, the former Mishawaki K-Man standout and MHS Hall of Famer. Ryan Watson from Edward Jones, member SIPC. So the cavemen will get the basketball now, and they will be facing a 1-3-1 full-court backcourt trapping zone. Weinberg is spearing the head of that 1-3-1 right in the guard's faces. Jump pass, though, handled nicely by Mambalen into the forecourt. Brew double-teamed, and then Brew brought the ball down to belt length, or belt height, rather, and she was tied up by a Westview defender. Good news for Mishawaka. The possession arrow favors the cavemen. Yeah, saw her bring that ball down. She initially had it above her head, brought it down. The Westview player jumped on it. Inbounds. Kasha with it. Center floor, Mambalendi out left side, left point. Three ball, Schaefer just off the mark. Rebound punched out on the wing. Saved by Mambalendi. Dribbles once, picks up her dribble. Now hands to Asia on that right side. A minute eight to play. Mishawaka 49-41 with the lead. Schaefer dribbles, tries to step between a couple defenders and gets pounded by a defender. Threw the ball up in a... Desperation prayer mode. And a foul there for reaching in with the block. Was Hope Bortner. Her third. Team's fourth. So a common foul. One more time, Mishawaka gets fouled. Then they will go to the free throw line. As is the new rule with five fouls. The are two free throws each of the quarters. Not half a quarter. Schaefer, shake and bake. Steps back. Fires right side wing. Three. No. Missed at 55 seconds. Rebound Westview. Transition. Weinberg. Quickly to the glass, the left side, and she is bumped and fouled defensively by the K-Men with Mishawaka leading 49-41. The maroon and white are having to work for win number nine on this basketball season. Yeah, with just about 50 seconds left to go, this Westview team is going to need to pick up the pace, get some quick buckets. They're down by uh, eight right now. Gosh, I had to do some math in my head. I'm not too smart. Yeah, they're down by eight right now. Going to need some get some quick points. Inbounds, Bontrager looks to trigger it, does so in the left corner. To Weinberg, top of the key now. Whetstone, who had a three a little earlier, now eludes the defender, gives to Bortner. She'll try the running tray. No, Bambaletti in the crowd gets the rebound. Off to the races. She's going to go coast to coast. Running scoop layup. No rebound. Schaefer, no on a foul. Stops the clock at 37 seconds. Probably the last player that you want going to the line if you're a Westview Warrior. Aja Schaefer is so consistent from the line, and she has done a fantastic job in these moments, and hopefully I'm not jinxing her right now. Let's hope not. It's on record, so they know that you were the one that said oh, it, not no. me. I'm normally the one that does the jinxing. So Schaefer, the southpaw, with a free throw up and bingo. She's three for three tonight, hit a pair back early first quarter. In fact, those were the first points of this basketball game to give Mishawaka the early two-zip lead. Cavemen led it by as many as 17 have been challenged as Westview cut it to four. 
And a couple of free throws there for senior leader Aza Schaefer makes this a 51-41 game with 35 seconds to play. Came in by 10, and a jump pass in the left corner. Bontrager had it deflected by Davidovic, but guess what? It touched Westview. Hope Bortner last. So Mishawaka, a good defensive stance there, forces the turnover. They'll get the ball back now. Kasha will inbound it in the backcourt with 29 seconds. Here's that, actually a 1-2-1-1 zone trap. But Mishawaka handles it. Kasha dribbles in the forecourt. Now dishes it off right side. Almost lost out of bounds by Eddie Brew. But a jump ball as the loose ball become tied up. And it's Westview's ball. They may have run out of time here in their comeback effort. 18 seconds and a K-Ben 10-point lead. Inbounds will roll about 20 feet. Then picked up by Bontrager. She'll race to the forecourt at 13. Bounce past the paint. Turnaround jumper high off the glass. Missed by Bortner. Rebound, weak side, put up no by Bree Corey. And a Mishawaka foul of eight seconds. Whistled on Addie Brew. That'll be her fourth. Corey, one of the bright spots of this Westview team. Looked like this one's going to be chalked up as a lot. Could be by eight points, could be by, could be by ten points. But Bree Corey has ten tonight and has a chance to extend that here. Well, also keep in mind this Westview club with just two seniors on their roster. Hope Bortner, who has had 10 points tonight, including three threes. Audrey Taylor played limited minutes in the first half. A very young ball club that is dominated by sophomores. And the second free throw put up no good, missed by Corey. Loose ball rebound put back up and in by Westview. And a quick timeout taken by Ryan Yoder with two seconds and a seven-point ball game. Teaching and coaching moment, I do believe. Yeah, that's an interesting timeout. I mean... Not, not sure what, uh, can't, can't score uh, seven points on one possession, if I'm it, not mistaken. It'd be a magical seven-point play. It'd be pretty incredible. It would be more than incredible. But hey, stay tuned as we're getting close to our post-game show, and we'll check scoring statistics and more. We are anticipating a visit from Chad Blasco, head girls basketball coach here at Mishawaka High School, to have a short conversation. And certainly around the corner as we wrap up the post-game, Matt Emery will stand by with an update for us. A very limited high school basketball schedule tonight on this Wednesday, December the 20th. Final day of fall, 2023. Hope you got your Christmas shopping done, Brady. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. Just got it done recently, but it is all done, believe me. There's, I've been thinking about it. Keep in mind there's one thing with Christmas shopping. There's no style points as far as getting it done. <laughs> you, you Either you have it done or you don't. It gets guess done. what? Yeah. I don't, okay? So... <laughs> Now I'm, I'm the don't, you're the, you're the yes, so congrats. Yeah, now it just comes down to the wrapping part. I'm not very good at that. I just like to push that off to the very end. Well, back-to-back -back nights of basketball, I haven't had much wrapping time, but that's in the uh, plans for B. Miller and his wife tomorrow night. Now backcourt pass to Holly Shine. She'll trigger at midcourt to Asia Schaefer. The final two seconds tick off, and the Mishawaki came in. Hold on. Being challenged by the 3-12 Westview Warriors for a seven-point win. Final score here from the cave, Mishawaka 51, Westview 44. Stay tuned, our post-game report coming up next. You're on two with Mishawaka Caveman Girls Basketball on 96-1 the ton and on the Mishawaka of High School Girls Basketball. And we had a little Indiana Hoosier hysteria going on as Mishawaka held on to defeat Westview by a final count of 51-44. 
Cavemen jumped out to an early lead of 11, 22-11 after one period of play. They would outscore the Warriors 10-4 in period two to take a lead at halftime of 17 points, 32-15. Brady Gallo, for all intents and purposes, they were in the driver's seat, and, uh, well, they were, uh, I don't know if they were baking a victory cake or not, but they were planning to, to ice away win number nine on the season. Westview was a feisty club and had other ideas and uh, made a ball game of it. Absolutely. I mean, when it's, it, Pave is obviously a hard place to come in here and get a win. And I was very impressed with Westview. They were snapping the ball around, doing a very good job. And I think they did a good job communicating on offense. They did a good job just like, like I said, swinging the ball around. I feel like I'm uh, like a broken record right now. But, yeah, just can't emphasize enough. They did a good job on offense. And, unfortunately, not a great job on defense. But, Caveman, good job on offense. Meanwhile, as that 17-point lead, uh, again, took place at half and the Karim, or rather transitioned, I should say, into the uh, third quarter. Westview outscored Mishawaka 18-8 during period number three, got back in this ball game, made it a seven-point game at 40-33. In fact, Westview trimmed the lead down to four and had the basketball, but guess what? A turnover, and Mishawaka then got a huge three from Addie Brew that went from four to a seven-point game then just moments later, a basket by the uh, cavemen kind of extended the lead, gave everybody a chance to catch their breath, and they put that lead quickly back to a 10-point advantage and will hold on to win at 51-44. With the win, Mishawak improves to 8, or try again, 9, 9-5 and five on the season. Westview with the loss, snapping a two-game win streak for Ryan Yoder's ball club. They slip to 3-13 and 13 on the season. JV tonight saw Mishawaka win in a 22-18, very competitive JV ball game. So good news there for them. And now this uh, K-Bennett club will take a little breather as they'll be off until December 29th when they travel to Bremen. So certainly some holiday time here to uh, uh, certainly uh, be thankful, enjoy the uh, Christmas season, and then get back on the practice floor with head coach Chad Blasco and company as he picks up win number 40 in his varsity girls coaching career. Mishawaka 51, Westview 44 the final. We'll take a timeout. Brady and I will return with more on the postgame show. We'll check some scoring and have some other numbers after this timeout. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman Basketball on 96 won the ton on the Mishawaka Network. Cave wrapping up our postgame report here on 96 won the ton. Mishawaka Girls picking up win number nine on the high school girls season, defeating Westview here in this pre-Christmas tune-up. 51-44 came in with a pair of players in double figures. There's That's our trivia question. Brady Gallo, who were the two double-digit scorers for the Cavemen? That would be Asia Schaefer and Kasha David Elwick. Well, guess what? You are right. Kasha with a total of 20 points tonight. She had a night with nine two-point field goals, two, four, three free throw shooting. Had 12 of her 20 points in the first half. And Asia Schaefer finished with 14 and some very important free throws in the fourth quarter to help ice this win away. She had, again, 14 on the night. Other scoring for Mishawaka. Three on a second quarter triple for Samari Smith. Five points for Millie Mambalente on a field goal and one three-point field goal herself. Grace Matherly with a basket for two. Addison Brew with a big, big fourth-quarter three-pointer for her three points. And Holly Shine off the bench with a field goal in period number three for her two. Elsewhere, Reese Brew saw action tonight, played well, but did not score. Four Westview as the Warriors fall to Mishawaka 51-44. Six for Karis Weinberg. Four for Olivia Bontrager. 
four for Morgan Riegsecker. Janissa Lehman off the bench with a basket for two. J.J. Whetstone had a three-pointer and a two-pointer for five. Ten points for Bree Corey. Their leading scorer had five two-point field goals. Man, she is really, really tough around the basket. And Hope Bortner also shared high point totals for Westview. She finished with ten, hitting one of two free throws and three threes on the night. Elsewhere for Westview, Audrey Taylor and... Yes, Audrey Taylor played but did not score. Mishawaka 51, Westview 44. Again, JV went to the Cavemen 22-18. Mr. Gallo, any final thoughts? Um, It was just a great game. It's always a pleasure to be calling these games with you, Brian, and I had a lot of fun. I like calling these girls' games and being a color analyst for most of the game, doing play-by-play in the third. Like I said, a lot of fun. It's always a lot more fun when you come out with a win. Well, I'm, I'm going to share a quick story with you. I'm hoping your luck, if this is your hope, okay, I'm not going to throw right. you down the dungeon of, of doom as far as media is concerned, but I believe maybe a year later in my life, I had graduated from high school, I was freelancing and working very, very, uh, let's say, uh, volunteering part-time for a station in Laporte, and the play-by-play guy who was top-notch, and he was really good, Probably the guy I've tried to pattern my call after as much as anybody. Jay Scott, one night, we're doing the game, said, you want to do third quarter? After I almost wet myself, <laughs> I said yes, and that was the beginning. And now, so that was in 1983. Let's do the math. Forty years later, I'm still doing this. Oh, man. Uh, it's not. I won't call it full-time, but it's close to full-time, and it's been something I have loved every night at the gym or at the football stadium. I'm hoping if that's your passion, maybe tonight kicks off 40 years for you. Or if you don't want to stick around 40 years, that's okay. <laughs> not everybody's crazy as I am, but, uh, hey, you did a great job, and it's a pleasure working with you. Thank you. And, and uh, by the way, Make sure we're doing some more sideline reports because we've got some exciting boys and girls basketball oh, yeah. coming up here. So be back with us here soon. In fact, speaking of uh, just around the corner, we'll have a big weekend of boys' high school basketball. At least we hope it's a full weekend because 96 won the ton. I will be heading to Kokomo Friday morning with the Cavemen boys team to bring you action from the Kokomo holiday tournament down there at the very famed and uh, very historic Memorial Gym. There are eight schools that will uh, gather for uh, just a great weekend of basketball. There will be games on Friday and Saturday. First game at 11 has Kokomo against New Haven. Then game two, Mishawaka. Yes, Bodie Benders came in. We'll take on South and Riley right around 1245. We'll have a pregame broadcast around 1220 right here on 96 won the ton. And then if the Cavemen win, We'll be back with them on Saturday for a game at 11 o'clock and then either a third or championship game, hopefully a championship game at 745. Either way, we will be with the Cavemen if they are playing in the uh, winner's bracket on Saturday. But uh, we'll cross our fingers and hope that uh, Bodie Benders boys can continue their winning ways and uh, keep the... uh, uh, keep the recent surge going, and uh, that was after an impressive 40-point win over New Prairie last night. But, uh, again, we'll be on the air with uh, play-by-play of the Phil Cox Memorial Tournament with Mishawaka at South and Riley Friday afternoon, 12:20 pregame show, tip-off right around 12:45 here on 96 won the ton. Now, looking ahead for this KBEC girls basketball team, they will have some time off. Their next action will be coming up on December 29th. That is when they hit the road to Bremen to take on the Lady Lions. And then after that, they'll get back into the frying pan of the Northern Lakes Conference January 6th at Plymouth, January 10th at Warsaw, and January 13th. That's their next home game here against the Wabasee Warriors. That's a Saturday afternoon matinee game at 2.30. Our next broadcast game for KBEC 
girls basketball will be coming up on Wednesday, January 17th, when they travel to rival South Ben Adams to take on the Eagles at the Eagles' Nest. So we look forward to that. So one more time, our final score here tonight in front of a nice crowd at the Cave, Mishawaka 51, Westview 44. Until Friday afternoon when you join us, uh, hopefully, if not in person, here on the radio when Mishawaka boys take on South Bend Riley. For Brady Gallo, I'm Brian Miller. So special thanks to your team from the uh, Mishawaka Network and in particular to Mr. Matt Rendell for uh, his leadership. And a special thank you as always to Matt Embry back of the 96 One the Ton Studios along with his production assistant Clark Brenner for uh, making it sound as good as possible here tonight on the radio. Fans, it's been a lot of fun. Big week for the K-Men. They win boys action last night and the girls take home the win tonight. 51-44 for Brady Gallo, Brian Miller. Good night from the cave. We'll talk to you Friday afternoon from Kokomo. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.